Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together Bruce and I have written 35 cookbooks, 35, oh my gosh, including one of the first books ever written for small batch cooking, cooking for two, how many years ago? 100,000 years ago? I don't even remember. It was a long time <laughs> It was ago. a while ago, but it was the one of the first out of the gate of small batch cooking, and of course, the very recent The Instant Pot Bible, but none of that really occurs in any of those cookbooks for what we're doing today. Today is the Canned Salmon Show. It is, and I want to say that this podcast was actually requested by a listener who connected with us on social media and said, can't you do something about canned salmon? I have a ton of it from one of those big box stores. Because we had done a canned tuna <laughs> show, but she didn't buy canned tuna that day. She bought a case of canned salmon. Now, I have to say that I grew up with canned salmon, and I grew up with it croquettes. And as croquettes, my mom made those croquettes that you fry in oil in a pan. And we are actually steering clear of croquettes. We're talking about everything you do. Well, six things you could do with canned salmon that don't involve croquettes. Well, we just, not that we don't like croquettes. Yeah, no, we I like love croquettes. crunchy stuff. But we should say something about canned salmon, right? So canned salmon, there's so many kinds out there. There's so there's pink salmon. Yeah. There's sockeye salmon. There's even canned smoked salmon. But there are yeah. certain things for these recipes you should be looking for, right? Yeah, there are. Um, it depends on what you want. Uh, if the label on the can does not say boneless, skinless, then assume there are bones and skins in the can. There may not be, but if it doesn't specifically say it, there are bones and skins in it. Now, all those bones and all that skin is totally edible because of the way canned salmon is processed, but pick your poison. Yeah, it could be less uh, than savory for some people. Yeah, some people. That. And you should always assume that Atlantic canned salmon is farmed. Yep. Almost always farmed. And, you know, if you're going to be getting canned uh, sockeye salmon, it's going to be redder. Yep. Um, lower end uh, canned salmon is usually labeled pink. The budget, the budget cans are often pink salmon. Um, you'll find it's redder if you get sockeye. Um, I find the pink stuff is totally acceptable i mean i find the difference between the red and the pink i know that there are the connoisseurs amongst us who prefer the red sake and Mm -hmm. i I don't know after the process of canning salmon i'm not sure that i'm that much of a connoisseur i do have one preference and it's funny because when we did the canned tuna show we were both big fans of the tuna packed in olive oil that's what we liked it made the tuna richer it was nicer I find that the canned salmon packed in oil is fishier. So I prefer the salmon not packed in oil, but that's uh, just my taste. Yeah, and when I was a kid, and we would, I mean, I grew up in Dallas, and we were a long way from a coast. And back then, it wasn't as easy to get, back in the day, back before there were cars, <laughs> it was difficult to get um, uh, canned, uh, I mean, not canned, it was difficult to get fresh fish. And so we ate some a lot of canned fish. And you probably, like, drank the liquid out in shots. I when did. Like, when you my drank- mother, we, we would get fresh fish that were always like the brown spots in the swordfish fillets that were extra oily and fishy and my parents would cut around them and not eat them and of course as a kid I would just eat them I would grab them off their place and eat them because I wanted all of that oh. super strong flavored stuff so the next time I drain a can of salmon I'll just <laughs> drain it into a shot glass and it's, let you have it's at funny it. but years ago Bruce and I were in Amsterdam and we passed this herring store that made herring sandwiches you know just the open faced herring sandwiches and there was a line of, of Dutch people out the door. It was lunchtime. Out the door to get in this place. And 
I so badly wanted to. Yeah, oh God, I couldn't Harry. believe you didn't. How? When was we haven't I, been in Amsterdam in? It was the 10 only years. time I got near the store, and it was the only time the smell drove me away. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, I can't deal with that. It's so over the top." If I ever get back to Amsterdam, I'm making a beeline for that store and getting in. I just got chickened out. It was like, "Wow, I can smell it half a block away." Well, there's no herring in what I'm in. <laughs> I am making a super quick Manhattan-style chowder. It's not a clam chowder. It's a chowder with salmon. So I'm going to take a 28-ounce can of diced tomatoes with all the juices. I'm going to throw in that in a pan, and I'm going to add two cups of frozen mixed vegetables. And it can be any kind of frozen mixed vegetables you like. I don't care if it's got peas or carrots or corn or peppers. But not seasoned. Not seasoned. Plain vegetables. But I don't care what style of vegetables they are as long as they're not seasoned because you're going to add your own Italian dried seasoning blend, one tablespoon, to that 28-ounce can of tomatoes and two cups of vegetables. You're going to bring it to a boil, let it simmer a few minutes, and dump in a six-ounce can of salmon. You want, If you want to drain it, drain it. If you don't want to drain it, add the juices or oil right in. It'll add more flavor. Let that warm up in there about five minutes, and you have a fabulous salmon Manhattan-style chowder. It's very fast <laughs> and very crazy. It is. And I should say I probably didn't, I don't know, we were newly together. I'm going to go back and redeem myself from that herring story. I feel like that I came across as a chicken. And oh, when it comes to food, you are not a chicken. I On know, that same trip, I you ate trotters and I, stomach. I know. And we, we were newly together. Right, that was really early on in relationship, it and was. I think I'd been scarred by dating. You know, if you can smell it a block away, just stay away. Ew. So, <laughs> so don't anyways. touch me. I don't know where you've been. Yes, exactly. That was my rule of dating. <laughs> don't touch me. I don't know where you've been. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's a little bit too much information, but on to my idea, and this is my idea for a Sunday brunch or a weekend brunch, especially if you have a house guest, and this is going to be super simple. And I'm going to make a, uh, a salmon hash with canned salmon. Here's, oh, yeah. How here's you what it? I want you to do. I want you to take a large nonstick skillet, and you can put some olive oil in it, some vegetable oil, or you can even spray it with nonstick spray, whatever you want to do on that nonstick skillet. And you put it over medium heat. Now, add a pound of frozen hash brown potatoes. Oh, those shredded up potatoes in the bag. They yeah, use yeah. The hash browns. Yep, yep. 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 Add a pound of frozen hash brown potatoes and you cook that gently stirring, I don't know, until it gets golden and brown and a little lovely. You may have to add a little more oil to it. Five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. I don't know. Now, put in some canned salmon, however much you want. I don't know. Put in some canned salmon. Put some canned salmon in there and put in a little chopped onion, some drained Capers. Ooh, capers. Capers. Fancy. Fancy. And a little Dijon mustard. That's all you need. You need a little Dijon mustard, a few capers, some of your canned salmon, and I don't know, let's say a quarter cup of chopped onion. Keep Now toss it over the heat until everything is mixed together and the onions have just slightly softened. Just a couple minutes. Done. You're done. Now you're done. Take it off the heat. If you want to get really fancy, you can serve this with sour cream on top of it. It's just kind of weird <laughs> This sounds, no, that sounds great. It sounds very Scandinavian. It It really does, right? In fact, you could make this fancy by doing small bits of the, make small ones and serve them as a first course at a dinner party, putting a little. No, yeah, and then you can even put a little a caviar, white, you know, oh, for fresh, God's fresh sake. white fish caviar, the cheap stuff that, oh. that, that, that shelf stables. Oh. Where, the, 
They sell it at Stop and Shop where the canned salmon is. It's like two ninety nine a jar no. for okay. caviar. No, this is my Sunday brunch idea or my Saturday brunch idea. And again, it's really what I'm doing. If you don't know, Bruce is right. It's Scandinavian or it's Swiss. I'm really kind of riffing off roasty. You're making a roasty. And I'm riffing off it with canned salmon. But it's easy. You don't have to worry about it. Just keep stirring those hash browns because they can stick. Um, don't stint on that oil if you're using oil. If you've used nonstick spray, you may have to take the skillet off the stove. Don't spray into the flame if you have a flame. And spray flame it again and thrower. put it back over. Because hash browns can't tend to stick. But you don't even have to put them in thawed. They can go They're right frozen. in that pan frozen. Well, here's my brunch dish. I like to make a little canned salmon salad by mixing a six-ounce can of cam salmon that I've drained with some minced celery, you know, like one stick of celery, little shallot, a tablespoon or so, some minced parsley, two tablespoons or so of mayo, and a tablespoon of white wine vinegar, all in one can of salmon. Mix that together. How am I going to serve that to make it brunchy? I'm going to take medium-sized tomatoes. I'm going to cut off the top quarter, and I'm going to use a spoon to scoop out the insides, and I'm going to stuff them. And I'm going to have tomatoes stuffed with salmon salad. And I find, I have to say, that this kind of salmon salad tastes better if it sits for a bit. If you make that salmon salad in advance and then let it sit around, uh, sit in the refrigerator for, for even an hour or two, it actually mellows out and the flavors blend a little more. And I think it actually even tastes better. Go over those ingredients one more time. So a can, a six ounce can of salmon with a quarter cup of minced celery, two tablespoons of minced shallot, a couple tablespoons of parsley, a couple tablespoons of mayo, and one tablespoon of white wine vinegar. Lots and lots and lots of black pepper. If you like it salty, add some more salt. Shove that into your tomato. Yep, into your hollowed out tomatoes. It's really easy. And you can, in fact, make this whole thing. Stuff those tomatoes with that canned salmon salad. And you can make this whole thing in advance oh. and put it on a platter and bring it out an hour later from the fridge. You can make it the night before if people are coming for brunch. Yeah, yeah. It's easy. It's an easy, easy way to make canned salmon slightly more, uh, I don't know what. Uh, high end. High end. And if you really, if you want to like really high end, of course, you can mince up parsley and sprinkle that all over the top of it. And now it's going to Okay, you want to really make this high end? Use canned smoked salmon. That would be amazing. Okay, and you want to make it even more high end? Drizzle it with balsamic vinegar, especially an mm. aged syrupy balsamic vinegar. Ooh, now it's too fancy for brunch. <laughs> <laughs> now it can impress your date no matter how he smells. Okay. Uh, he now, still can't touch me. <laughs> my next one is salmon wraps. And I don't think people think about canned salmon for wraps. But canned salmon in wraps are so easy. What you want to do is get yourself a, whatever kind of wrap you use, whether it's tortillas or lavash or those wrap, you know, those things specifically, soldier wraps, whatever you want to do. Get your wrap thing. And now I'm going to suggest to you what I think is good in a wrap. I think good in wrap is a little bit of canned salmon, some radish sprouts. I like the radish sprouts because they're super spicy. Mm. Some diced up tomato, avocado if you want it, a little cheese. And now here's the thing that I think works is a little ranch dressing. So you hmm. can add all that together. The canned salmon, I, again, I prefer the radish sprouts because they're spicier. Some tomatoes, some chopped up tomatoes, some chopped up avocado, a little bit of cheese. Go with a white cheese like Swiss or Monterey Jack, something like that, or a white American cheddar. And then just a little bit of ranch dressing right down the, to the end of the, ra of the wrap. Roll it up and you're done. That ranch dressing makes the 
best condiment for that. But you can yeah. you can use almost any creamy dressing will work on this, right? I mean, yeah. If you want a little blue cheese dressing, yeah. if you wanted to do, you know, um, even a little French, the Catalina. Ooh, can remember Catalina I dressing? Do remember that craft Catalina. Catalina. I, when, it was orange and sweet. And when I was a kid, I always was the one who wanted French. Remember all the dress Thousand Island, French, Italian. French. What was French? It was yeah. Catalina. It, it was, was that sweet it, orange stuff. I only wanted it because it was French, because I thought I was so <laughs> fancy as a little child. French dressing. <laughs> no one's making you a vinaigrette, monsieur. <laughs> the opening a drove Catalina and telling you you're French. <laughs> I think I just snorted. Um, yeah. I will go back to my I... days eating at Le Bun Soup, having oh. steak haché countryside. Yeah, <laughs> which is ground beef and garlic. <laughs> um, lovely. I I thought I was so fancy asking for the French dressing. I don't even think I liked it. I just wanted to sound fancy and say French dressing. Oh, my gosh. Listen, we had to do something when I grew up and. Texas in the 60s. Something right. had to happen. Okay. Well, sort of a smaller version of a <laughs> wait, rap. Wait, I want to say one more thing about my rap before you go on. And that is, let me say one other thing about this rap, which I didn't mention because we got so far off on French dressing and Catalina and all that. Let me say one thing is that these wraps don't travel well. Because the salmon is wet and the dressing's wet and the tomatoes are wet, they actually don't travel well. So these are best made. Make it and, and eat it. Yeah, made and eaten. Make they just are not it. a good on-the-go thing. So I like doing a small smaller version of a wrap we just call that a salmon taco it's <laughs> a small wrap right mm. um, but i like corn tortillas mm. and i like the, my texas roots and i i warm the tortillas up in a dry skillet just you know in a few seconds till they're pliable then i top each with some crumbled canned salmon oh about a quarter cup per taco a little pinch of chili powder a little squeeze of fresh lime juice and then if you want some shredded lettuce and minced cilantro and for the condiment here we're just going to do a tablespoon or so of jarred salsa fold it close and eat again these don't travel make it and eat it you got the canned salmon yep. the chili the yep. lime lettuce cilantro and jarred salsa great fish tacos yeah i think so and because of the salsa and the lime juice i think that they, they would be better as corn than flour but yeah. of course you know do as you if please. you don't like corn tortillas use flour tortillas. right exactly but i think a lot of people don't think about these kind of things i think canned salmon croquettes rule the day i they don't do. think that they <laughs> however i will say if you <laughs> live for canned salmon if you live where we do in rural new england you can't find corn tortillas. I no. don't understand well, this. No, you what can. is it with New Englanders that think tortillas you, are only flour? You bring them home, and they are disgusting. Which is, but I, but I can go to the supermarket and find the masa harina to make my own. So go figure. <laughs> I don't know what that's about because uh, really we live in a super heavy Italian influenced part of New England. A lot of furniture mills used to be here and they brought over craftsmen, um, you know, late 19th century, early 20th century to work in the furniture mills, Italian craftsmen. And there are all kinds of like the Hitchcock chair factory and all these places where these Italian craftsmen made this gorgeous furniture. All those mills are fortunately are now gone, but it still has a very heavily uh, Italian population. So why, all this is could go around to say why you can find masa harina in just a regular rural supermarket is beyond my imagination. But I but, can. But we can find all these Italian things that Bruce calls for that no one else in the country can find. For example, uh, I've kind of banned him from writing in recipes. He can't anymore write uh, calling for frozen artichoke quarters because I am convinced. Can't find them anywhere. You can't find them anywhere, but they are, I'm convinced you can't because everybody tells me you can't. The, you can find them here. You can find lovely little baby artichokes quartered and frozen. They 
they are perfect for casseroles. I can also find the frozen pearl onions. My supermarket sells oxtails, and my supermarket sells rabbit. I mean, this is this, <laughs> this is, is how you know you live in an Italian this area. This is how you live in an Italian area. <laughs> I think you got one more, don't you? I do, and this is a easy, easy version of now. Do not yell at me. Don't oh, at me. Wait, I'm already. I'm already getting this my phone out at Mark. Easy version of baked salmon salad from the delicatessen. Don't yell at me. It's it's, first of all, it's from the appetizing store. It's not from the delicatessen. <laughs> what do I know? So you take about a six-ounce can of, of salmon. Yeah, I'd say that's good, a six-ounce can, about six ounces of salmon. And for every six ounces, add two tablespoons of cream cheese and several dashes of hot sauce. I like hot sauce in it. You don't have to put it in there. And now you put it in a food processor and let her rip. Uh, you can, what if you don't have a food processor? Well, you can pulse it. Well, let me get to that. So this is not baked salmon spread from an appetizing store or delicatessen, but it's close. Because that would be a, a smoked salmon. Yeah, you can exactly. use canned smoked salmon. You could. But this is just a kind of salmon spread. This is good on sliced bagels, on rye toast. Uh, my mother-in-law would say that you have to butter the bagel or butter the rye toast before you put the salmon spread on it. And I would say you have to put a pickled jalapeno ring on top of the salmon before you eat it. That would be good. If you don't have a food processor, you can do this with the back of a wooden spoon in a bowl. You're going to have to work a bit to get it really creamy and 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 uniform, but you can. Uh, and or you don't have to drag a food processor out. You can still use just the back of a wooden spoon, but it's a really, really easy to salmon spread. It is. And I would say if you choose to use the canned smoked salmon in this cream cheese salmon spread, put a teaspoon or two of sweet pickle relish in as you wear mm. it up, because that's what I do with whitefish, and it's a mm. really, really nice touch mm. to it. Mm. We, we, we may have to do a whitefish show, although I think that only your aunt, your kosher aunt, would listen to the show. So, uh, well, <laughs> so Surprisingly, I can go. buy whitefish even rurally here. So. Yeah, well, how is that? How is it that you can't buy a good corn tortilla? Why are there no decent corn tortillas in New England? It's disgusting. I mean, uh, when, when we go back to Texas, you just you drive into any good Mexican restaurant and just ask to buy their corn tortillas. You could just go into the Tom Thumb and there's somebody making fresh tortillas in Texas. No. Well, certainly at Central Market, but practically. And it, uh, so, if you're interested in a business, here you go: corn tortillas in, in New, New England. England. There you go. I hope you liked this canned salmon show. I liked this canned salmon show. So please subscribe to Cooking with Bruce and Mark and you won't miss a single episode. And wherever you get your podcasts from, not only subscribe, but leave us a rating. We love good ratings. Oh, we do. And you can connect with us on social media, as I always tell you, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Bruce on Instagram is Bruce A. Weinstein. Otherwise, we're on those platforms by our own names, Bruce Weinstein and Mark Scarborough. There's a Cooking with Bruce and Mark channel on Facebook that you can join if you like. And better than that, there's a Cooking with Bruce and Mark channel on YouTube. Check it out. We have all kinds of videos for Instant Pots, Air Fryers, Kitchen Shortcuts, and a new series of videos we've started called A Deep Dig Into, in which we take on bread and butter pickles, hummus, uh, brownies, even something so obscure as parkin'. Just wait till you find out what that is. We take a deep, wonky look into how to make a recipe. Check it out on YouTube. Cooking with Bruce and Mark. We'd love to connect with you wherever you find us. <laughs>